Hey everybody, this is Kristen, one of the co-hosts of Tales from the Hearth. In this audio, you'll hear notable differences in the audio quality between speakers. We used Zoom, and so there were also points of lag where some of us would speak over one another a little bit. I tried to edit things as best as I could, but I hope that you enjoy it regardless. Take care and happy listening. Throughout history, hearths have been a center of connection and culture. Together, and with those who stop by, we will be exploring magic, folklore, knowledge, and more. I'm Kristen. And I'm Alaire. Welcome to Tales from the Hearth. Welcome back to Tales from the Earth. Welcome back, and happily, we're having our first guest episode with Alaire back with another yes. special guest. Yes, we have another great guest that we have in this episode. This time we have with us Kim the Lipstick Witch. Kim, can you say hi? Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here. We're so excited to have Kim on because she's um, trained in lipsology. She's a tarot reader, uh, a wonderful friend of mine that I've known for a long time. She's a medium. She does all kinds of neat um, mystical things like shops and she's attending events constantly and she even has workshops. So I'm super excited to tell everybody a lot more about you <laughs> thank you Absolutely. we were so excited for a valentine's day episode so that we could have an excuse for both of us to get our lips read by kim yeah <laughs> love it it was fun it was fun to read your lips <laughs> i always love reading people's lips and it's actually become like a little hobby of mine to reach out to people that i admire and see if they'll let me read their lips just because the more i read lips the more i become curious Mm -hmm. what people's lips look like when I'm when I like admire them or I think they're really interesting and cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that so much absolutely well especially now having sat for it as you just did our lip prints it's so interesting just to hear so I can imagine being able to do it I feel that way about so many different methodologies that I come across as we were just talking um outside of recording that when you start reading, you're like, oh, I just need to flex this muscle as much as possible. So as soon as you find one that you're like, this is this is something for me, like it's so hard to stop. So I have to imagine that. Yeah. And lip prints. I mean, you see it on everyone. You see everyone's lips. You're like, can you kiss a piece of paper for me? Yeah. <laughs> well, and some people you just get so like, I, I, some people I'm just so curious. Like I remember when uh, Ben Affleck and JLo got back together, I'm like, man, I would love to read their lips. Like they, you know, they have something and I would love to see like how they match up. Like what, what about each individual person like compliments the other one. So sometimes it's just like that. It's, you know, it's just like some people want to meet people. I just want to see what their lips say. But that's how um, I remember I hopped on an Instagram live that you were talking with somebody. Um, I cannot remember their name, but I know they were like a fantastic Akashic Records reader. And um, I remember you telling the story of how Lipsology started at all. And I think it was the creator of it. She got really curious about everybody's lips, like that she knew like <laughs> friends and siblings and mom and dad. And so she would start collecting them in a book and kind of reading them that way. So do you mind like kind of, I guess, recounting that tale a little bit? <laughs> uh, what I do is a blend of techniques. So one, yes, I've been trained in a technique called lipsology, which is the art and science of reading lips. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, then I also use my intuitive abilities in lip print reading. Um, I, I, one of the things I really like to do is scry, or I guess one of the things I do really well, I should say, is scry. Mm-hmm. 
And so whenever I'm reading lips, I always pick up information, images, sometimes messages, all kinds of things when I'm reading lips. So it really is a blend of those two techniques. But yes, Lipsology started because the person who started it, her name is Jilly Eddy. She was collecting autographs and um, she got a book. It was a coffee table book. It's called With Love From. I actually have it. Um, it was um, back then everybody had coffee table books. It was like a thing. And yes. so book came out in 1980 I believe and what it was is it was um celebrity lip prints and so it has people in here like um let's see here Jane Asher there's um there's Mick Jagger this is Mick Jagger's lip oh wow <laughs> a giant mouth <laughs> uh, there's David Bowie in here so many different celebrity lip prints and so she purchased this book and she had it on her coffee table and one day her family came for a barbecue or something and her brother um put some lipstick on when no one was really paying attention and kissed the inside of the book and wrote her a note that said something like oh my lips are as good as mix or something like that <laughs> That really got her curious. She already had her curiosity spiked by seeing how different the lips were in the book, but then that really got her curious. And then she stopped collecting signatures and just started collecting lip prints. Um, and not just from celebrities, but from everybody she knew. But I think some of the first lip prints she ever collected were from June Carter, Cash, and Johnny Cash. <gasps> and so she um, had previously studied- So sorry for that dramatic. Oh, I love it. I love it. I, you know, as they're very important to me, to people being like, who, what? So, <laughs> no problem. Johnny um, Cash and June Carter Cats are very important people to me. So, yeah, <laughs> carry on. Love that. Love the story. Um, so, yeah, they, um, she had studied Chinese face mapping, like, in the past. And I think she might have used that a little bit to help her develop lipsology, but she would just gather them and look for things that stuck out to her and compare them to other lips that had a similar mark. And then she had conversations with every person that she collected their lip prints. And that's how she developed the science. I mean, it took her years. She went through 10,000 plus lip prints. Yeah. A lot. Absolutely. So it's a lot. And, um, she's, um, I want to say she's like in her late mid to late 80s now so she's mostly retired mm -hmm. um there's a few lip lipsologists there's i want to say 12 globally mm -hmm. um that still do lipsology um but yeah it's it's a really it's a really interesting thing and it's it's just goes to show you that you can literally read anything yeah oh my gosh absolutely you can read anything and i think it's such an interesting thing because i mean her mouths just do so much. I'm constantly caught up on language and speaking and words and things like that. But kissing, I mean, we kiss things that we, that like bring that out in us, that we love, that we adore. I mean, the food that we eat, it's with our lips. It's what so much is focused around lips, much like so much is focused around hands. So I totally understand the reading of lips much like the reading of hands and you can read so many I mean like you said you can read anything you're yeah. we've said this before on the podcast you're the magic you can read anything you can use anything to glean messages and lips are such a fantastic and interesting route I love it yeah it's so true and like it's funny because when I first heard of lipsology it was like the perfect marriage of two sides of myself because like I've always had psychic stuff that has happened to me since mm -hmm. I was young. I unfortunately grew up in a house where it really wasn't embraced. Like mm -hmm. my dad yeah. family wasn't really a believer. And so a lot of it was shut down in my youth as like being sensitive or too emotional or, you know, things like that. But yeah. I also grew up with my grandma um, when I was starting when I was young and she was a 20 year um long Avon lady and yes. what's so funny is like she was raised in a very restrictive culture as well with her family because her grandma was uh, got pregnant with her mom out of wedlock and that was looked down upon pretty heavily 
back then. And so yeah. her grandmother always lived with her and her and her grandmother and her mom weren't very forthcoming with information. Mm-hmm. And when they were, it was, it was kind of restrained and they were very like, you know, you be modest and things like that. So when she was in high school, um, somebody gave her one of those little mini Avon lipstick samples. And that was the first time she ever tried it on. It was like a hot pink shade. And so she would put it on and then she'd go to school and then she'd wipe it off when she got home and she would hide it because she wasn't allowed to wear makeup. And so it's kind of funny. Then she later became an Avon lady. And that's exactly what I remember is like, she didn't wear a lot of makeup. Like, I don't remember my grandma ever wearing mascara or maybe sometimes blush, but not foundation or anything. But the one thing she always put on before she walked out of the door was this hot pink lipstick. And when I was like two or three, I would watch her put it on in the bathroom mirror before we would go to the store or she would take me wherever we needed to go. And I always wanted some and she would like pretend, put it on my lip. And I Mm -hmm. knew pretty soon later that I wasn't getting any. Mm -hmm. And I want to say it was my third Christmas. She gave me like a, a plastic vanity set that had like a plastic lipstick and a plastic mirror and like a couple other things. And I knew that that lipstick logically didn't go on anybody, but I was just so excited to have it that I went around just like putting it on everything, my teddy bears, my grandpa, whatever. And um, <laughs> after that, like, I just was always makeup obsessed. My stepmom also became an Avon lady when I was probably six. So, you know, I, I grew up like trying everything on demo. That's what they, that was like the reduced rate that you got to pay as an mm-hmm. Avon to try things and I always wanted to wear makeup but my stepmom was like no you can't wear it till you're 16 and I was just obsessed like I always was obsessed and then you know I grew up and I went into esthetician school but originally I was going to become a cosmetologist and then I met my husband he has skin disorders and that took me down like a skincare path but then I ended up back in cosmetics anyway So it's just funny how that all worked out. And um, I love cosmetics and I love beauty just because I feel like it, you know, it can go both ways. Like sometimes it's, it's very restrictive, but there's other ways too, where it can be very empowering and help you to develop your own sense of style and your, you know, help you feel more beautiful and presentable and give you confidence. And um, I love it, but I always wanted to like integrate this like other side of myself um into my life and I always wished like I wish there was a way I could like put these two things together and I I used to wish that all the time and I would think like I don't know how it's gonna happen and but I would always was my wish and then the day that I heard about lip reading I was like oh my god like I didn't even know what it was (laughs) yeah and as soon as I heard about it I was like "Ooh, this is mine and by the end I was signing up to learn it like just I, I literally came home from work that day and told my husband like oh I'm gonna be a lip print reader and he's like oh what like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from, but it was just like a full body yes sometimes things just happen and you know and like that's yeah. how it was you knew and it like was perfect timing because my daughter was getting older and I was studying with a, me- a medium one-on-one at that time and I was in like a spiritual yeah. group and like I really was working on developing and um like getting back into my practices and developing my skills at the time. And so it just like all came together. I feel like it was such a fate thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like such a perfect combination. I love that so much for you, especially you're definitely the first lip reader that I had ever heard of. And that's such a, that's such a like absolutely Americana classic art to me I have like an aunt who was a lifelong Mary Kay lady like one of the like biggest Mary Kay ladies on the east coast and like I I'm not a person who wears a lot of makeup I don't wear makeup day-to-day life I just I'm too lazy for it like for myself but I am amazed by everyone who can do it and I always like when I want if I'm ever doing makeup it is a lipstick if I'm going out and I'm putting on like any amount of makeup I certainly have a red lip anything else is maybe coming but like a a a statement lip is so empowering so lovely with that 
Well, and one thing I tell people all the time too is because they're, I feel like red is the most common color that people think about when they wear lipstick, mm -hmm. but people still sometimes feel like a little bit fearful about wearing something yeah. so bold. But red is like the color of power. It's the color of confidence, mm -hmm. it's the color of money. Yeah. Like think of all of the red envelopes on Lunar New Year. Like yeah. red has so much power behind it and passion behind it. And like in cosmetics, we used to always say like, if you're going to present something or you're going to go into like a board meeting or you're going to make a pitch, wear red lipstick because people are going to naturally look at your mouth more anyways, because you're wearing red and then they're going to hear more of what you have to say. So that's why I love red lipstick. I wear other lipsticks too, but red is my most common because it's not just the lipstick, but it's the power of the color mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Totally. Every time I wear dark red lipsticks, I feel um, much more just like me, more confident. I feel like um, powerful. And when I wear brighter red lipsticks or like hot pink or anything like that, it is a totally different feeling than wearing something really dark or like a shade of brown or a nude or anything like that. You can just really feel the difference in yourself too when you put on a different shade agree kim i would love to hear your opinion as well on makeup because i feel like so often too women get really trapped in a i have to wear makeup i can't even leave the house without wearing makeup no one can see me without wearing makeup i can't possibly allow people to see my bare face and i don't believe any of us here are supporting that like your bare face is absolutely spectacular the way it is this should just be something fun you do something that you want to do for yourself it's not something that you have to do but Kim I would love to hear um maybe how you come across people like that if you work with people like that what any way that you maybe help them through that you know I'm sure that there are a ton of people out there like that. When I worked at the counter, I always, I, for a long time, I worked for a brand called Prescriptives. It doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore, but I was a custom blender and I made foundation by hand. And, you know, Ooh. so I saw a lot of people who wouldn't leave the house without their foundation. And I really feel like the people who use their makeup as a mask might be unafraid to actually see themselves or might be like in a place of um I, I, I don't want to say systemic oppression but like you know it's an idea that we I think a lot of people as women have come across and then it has blended into other demographics of like having to show up as a certain way mm -hmm. or having hide the things that aren't perfect. And then I think that sometimes that gets even more strong as time goes on, because now we have social media and everybody's showing you the highlight reel of their life. Yeah. And it makes you feel like that's their existence and that you're not living up to a similar existence or you're not as accomplished enough or you're not as beautiful enough. So, you know, I definitely see it happening a lot, but I really try in my work. And one of the reasons why I think this work is so valuable is I really try to show people who they are inside. Like a lot mm -hmm. of the work, especially in the lip print readings is because the lip print reading is all about you. You guys saw mm -hmm. this. Yeah. It really is the unraveling of who you are personality wise how you're thinking right now, how you navigate the world emotionally, you know, what kind of things are going on with you. And so it's almost an unmasking in a way. A lot of times when I, when I do read for people, um, I'm bringing up things that they recognize in the moment that I say it, but they're not consciously aware to it on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis until I've until I've pointed it out to them. And like my whole goal with this is really for people to see how beautiful they are just by themselves, how mm -hmm. perfect they are 
in all their imperfections and for them to be able to walk away feeling more confident or more empowered. So, you know, I hope that that is what most people feel. I feel like it is based on the feedback that I get. Um, And, you know, I feel like too, if more people got to the root of why cosmetics were invented, they would see that cosmetics originally came across to be used for empowerment. If you look at the history of eyeliner, you know, Mm -hmm. the Egyptians weren't putting coal on their eyes to make themselves look more beautiful. They were, they had, were doing it for different reasons to protect themselves, you know? um, So I I wish people looked more as makeup as a tool than, Mm -hmm. and that's really what I try to promote is that yes, makeup is fun and it's great and it can make you more beautiful, but it's not what makes you um, perfect or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. You already have that and you're just using this as a tool to promote that. That's what I really liked about um, the reading. So Alara and I got readings done right before we started recording. So that way we could kind of go over a little bit of our stuff, but um, I love that you bring up it makeup being a tool because for me, getting readings done is also a tool. And so many times, obviously I've had like mediumship readings done and like tarot guidance and spirit guides and stuff like that. But none of them really focus on like the deep parts of you and the ways in which you're showing up and like literally showing up through your lip prints. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I really love this readings that you do because it's like you did help to pinpoint different things that like I had kind of noticed, but doesn't really come to mind a lot. Like you said, it's, it's not on my mind every day, but you also gave me tools for like bringing more awareness to those things. It was kind of like a nice way to reconnect with my joy of lipstick (laughs) was by getting this reading done too. I love that. Absolutely. I just want people to, in general, take things like makeup and clothing and jewelry and reconnect to themselves with it and use it to show the world who they are without trying to be a trend mm-hmm. or you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I feel like if we could just reverse that, like you can use colors or different clothing or different amulets or makeup to draw in the things that you want to show the world what you want to speak to the universe like everything's a tool and it's just using it with intention Mm -hmm. it totally is I mean for for so long for nearly 15 years most of my clothes were black that like I almost exclusively wore black clothes and at one point like it, you know, it's a fucking vibe as well, but, um, (laughs) I was reading at one point that also people can tend to wear black because black absorbs light and they feel the need to bring in more light and they're actually feeling like they need light. And when I read that with where, with like having worn all black for so long, because it wasn't like terribly long, terribly long ago that I read this, um, but like within years I'm talking um and it was just it was such an interesting thought because everyone always would look at my black clothes like oh you're trying to be so dark and I was like oh no that's why I'm doing it is because Mm -hmm. I feel like I need light like I'm trying to absorb light and now that I've kind of evolved I I even told Kristen uh recently that I was getting dressed and I put on an all-black outfit and I'm like this feels surprisingly suffocating to me right now because now I I don't need it. It feels like it's stifling me more and I can wear clothes now because I've evolved that have that now translate something else out because I'm no longer needing the tool of the all black outfit to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so right that so many people are with makeup, with clothes, with jewelry, so concerned about 
are not even concerned, but just kind of stuck in the flow of the constant, like one aesthetic to the next that we're trapped in with social media and just needing to be like, just forget all of it. What do you like? Keep coming back to yourself. If, if you're buying something or getting something or what have you for yourself because you enjoy it, it's perfect. It's on trend. It's in style. It's right in fashion because it is for you. And that should be the beginning and end of it. Yes. And you know, what's so interesting about that is Mm -hmm. your perception of what black does. So like, like you're so, you're so tapped into the emotional response to the color. Mm -hmm. And like, that could mean totally different things. Like when you said that, I was like, oh, I never thought about that. I've always worn all black all my life because Mm -hmm. I'm plus sized and I learned that you should wear all black to completely disappear. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so for a long time, that was my reason wearing for, for wearing black for years, like most of my life. And now I wear black for protection. So it's like, yeah, exactly. People need to get more in touch with like, the emotional response they have to items like like be Marie Kondo with (laughs) yeah that things feel to you and not worry about like how anyone else perceives it and then also like people need to um you know I feel like people need more to like not just think about like what do you like but also like what does it mean when you put on this black outfit like what are you trying to attract like mag like Mm -hmm with magnetism a lot and so yes I go with a lot with what I like but with everything I do it's like what do I want to attract that day so like for instance today um we have this weird weather in California where it's like hot right now last week it was cold I had a new type of allergy shot yesterday that's been affecting me so like my ear has been irritated so Mm -hmm. I really wanted to like slow down calm down today so I wore blue because to me it's the color of like tranquility and like relaxing and so normally I might not wear blue but today I was like okay what uh, what do I want to feel today or what do I want to draw in today so like I want more people to think of things like that that's my wish is for people Mm -hmm. tools and do things with more intention and do things more that like resonate with them Mm -hmm. Totally. I love that. And I think it's really important too, because like you said, like, like we both said, I mean, both wearing black for so much of our lives and yet it, it meant different things because I mean, you can look up online, every color has a correspondence. You can easily find them. Blue means this, green means this, red means this. Don't listen to those. If, if they do resonate, resonate sure go for it but if they don't look at a color what comes to your mind what is Mm -hmm. it making you feel how is it activating you because like blue is a perfect example for a lot of ways that a lot of people use blue I use green it's a very comforting it's a very like soothing color to me it's it brings me peace and tranquility whereas blue does other things to depending on the blue, depending on the day, depending on the situation that I don't need to get into everyone's life with. But (laughs) worry about what the color does for you, whatever it should like with magic, like with makeup, like with clothes, like with everything. It should be about what works for you personally. Yeah. And it's everything is energy, which means everything is magical, which means... Mm -hmm to do is a direct direct your intentions mm-hmm. so you obviously offer tarot readings and then the lip prints and your workshops would you mind sharing a little bit like your workshops and events and stuff that you other things that you do sure so yes I do offer tarot readings and that's because uh, my mom taught me to read tarot when I was 14 so tarot was actually kind of how I started um mm-hmm fumbling more into this world um, beyond what I was just experiencing as a child because my mom actually found that I was playing Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just young ones do. <laughs> I was about that. Um, but 
my mom's also Italian. So she was like, let's, let's dial this back and let me teach you tarot. And then tarot mm -hmm. just like my modality. Um, mm -hmm. And I still love tarot. Tarot has carried me through my life. I think tarot is so incredible because it's, it's self-reflective. It can be fortune telling. It can be so many things. You can use it yeah. for spell divination, you know? So, um, yes, I do read tarot right now. I think I just have career and, uh, love life on my page because those are the two top things that people come to me for. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, if there's ever a different subject that somebody wants to dive in, I'm happy to direct our attention there. And then of course, lip print readings, um, I do year round. I do have the couples compatibility reading on there for Valentine's day, which is a deeper dive reading. It's where I would take your lips and the lip of your partner or your best friend or your mom or whoever. And I would read your lips individually. And then I'd give you a report on how you complement each other. Um, so it's a little bit more of a deep dive, but it's a really cool tool to have. Yeah. Um, and then I do do workshops. So right. The only workshop I've done thus far is a glamor workshop. And it's exactly all the things that we just talked about, like how mm -hmm. to use your clothing, your lipstick, your, your makeup, like everything with intention. And really the reason why I created that workshop is because I did a lot of personal work in the last like five to six years. Mm -hmm. Um, that really helped me to feel more confident, to be in love with who I am, to be proud of who I am and no longer like feel like I have to shrink in the background wearing all black because I'm plus size and this and that. And the way I did it is by using glamour mm -hmm. and, and doing exactly what we just talked about. So I, and I just want people to understand, like, it's easy and you can, anyone can do it. Like, it's not, I feel like glamour people treat it like it's this like mysterious mystical thing and like only a few people know how to do it or they treat it like you have to do it only this way like you have to like have your aphrodite altar and da 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 yeah. and that's everyone. i'm so fluid with like magic and intentions and manifestation mm -hmm. and so to me, like everything flows together, everything is energy and anyone should be able to have the power to make themselves feel good, to make themselves feel confident, to direct their intentions without making it like complete rocket science. So that's what that class is about. And I ha don't have one on the books, but maybe I'll look at doing yeah. another um, but I do have the ability for you to book it privately. So like okay. I do private events. Um, and that's actually the biggest part of my business right now is doing like people's birthdays and weddings and holidays with lip print readings. They're very popular in groups and it's, it's a fun modality. So while it can be very revealing, it's super fun and very approachable and people love to have it for events. And I love doing it for events because it's always a fun time but you can also book me for a private workshop. So if somebody wanted to have like a girl's night in, or they wanted to have a confidence workshop for like their co-working team, like I'm totally happy to host that because I just want to help other people feel more empowered. And I think it's an easy way to do it. Yeah. Do you offer your workshops online or are they only in person? Uh, primarily they've been in person. I've been thinking about making it online. Um, right now, the way I've been doing it, I've been doing it in person because at the end of every session, I've been giving everyone a lipstick and we enchant it together and then with a lipstick. And so that way that they have a tool to take home. I really like giving people something tangible. I also give them a cute little notebook that has like, um, a few like basic things that they could keep um for after the class like a couple of runes they could use what the different numbers mean what some of the different color basic meanings are and then it has places for them to write notes um so i'm trying to figure out um if i want to evolve it to a like a a class online or maybe it's like a digital sure. download or something so i'm still kind of working through that yeah yeah i have to say that it's, it's not uncommon for readers of a, most modalities to be willing to do parties, but lip print reading at a party sounds like the funnest addition to a party. Like, I yeah. absolutely love this idea for, like, a bachelorette party. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what a 
perfect thing to do or a birthday party or what have you. Just if you're in the in Tim's California area, I highly suggest getting a lip reader for your party because it'll be an absolute blast. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's an addition. So I've had parties mm -hmm. where, you know, like I did a couple of Christmas parties this year. So it wasn't like yeah. necessarily about lips, but I was there and it was really fun and people loved it. And I mean, one in general, one party I had was primarily men and they still came and did it. They loved it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love that. I was totally wondering. <laughs> but then I had like most recently the last birthday party I did, the person was so into it and the entire party was lip theme. Like she knew the assignment and I loved it because I was like, this is so cool. She like springboarded the entire aesthetic yes. of her. So like it can go either way. It can be in, a, in addition to, it can be an entire experience, but either way, I think any genre of situations is appropriate. I mean, I've done everything from like mental health hospitals, parties to, you know, family parties to doing someone's birthday, someone's wedding shower, someone's baby shower. It's just so um, unique and different and everyone seems to be interested in it. And no matter what is happening, people seem to really enjoy it and feel confident or um, at least comfortable getting their lips read. Whereas like, I think sometimes if you have like tarot readers or astrology or something, people, some people get a little like, Ooh, I don't know. And then especially for work situations, I feel like some corporations are really into those kind of things and other ones are kind of like, mm. yeah, so. very much not. Yeah. That's such a great point. I totally understand what you mean. There are so many people who are just so skept skeptical about tarot that they're like, no, I definitely don't want a tarot reader. And a palm reader or something along those lines is something that is so well known, something that is so like, everyone's heard of a palm reader, even though now trying to find a palm reader, Kristen and I have been looking. It's very hard to find a palm reader. Yeah. I'll send you, I'll send you their info. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. And they just wrote an amazing book for kids about palm reading. Oh, oh I need to get that book. Cool. Uh, yes, I need to get that book too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, that's such a good point about just being able to see, like, you want your lips read? Like, that's totally different. I think it, it has to take so many people off guard to be like, yeah, that sounds so fun. I, what is that about? Let's do that. So, right mm -hmm. yeah. Love it. since we are on the topic of lip readings um yeah. alaire and i want to share like a few of the things that kim pointed out in our lips that we thought was so interesting alaire do you want to go first <laughs> yes absolutely also starting off i didn't even mention it that kim first off saw that my lips are diamond shaped and I thought that alone was special because diamonds my birthstone and I love diamonds I don't have very many diamonds or anything but the idea of diamonds I like <laughs> um but picked up immediately on earth energy with the earth lines in my lips um but like a real balance with the even so the upper lip is like outer world bottom lip is like inner world and how mine are more even and right between small and medium like right on that line has me like really really analytical but also going really um thinking but constantly doing and I really thought that that as well was so was so interesting to see because it is this weird thing that I'm constantly dealing with of like being totally earthy and totally fiery and those constantly at odds with each other. Well, and even the way your your spirit line came in at like a lightning bolt. <laughs> yes, exactly. My spirit line's even a lightning bolt. Yep, that shows you. I have very strong earth lines and then my spirit line is a lightning bolt right in. <laughs> exactly total uh connection to the exact spirits of a absolutely everything yeah. yep just it's a little, little sign absolutely 
Was was there anything in particular of note about mine that you saw, Kim? Was there anything that you thought? I liked the... I did also like the optimistic, not only just... I'm sorry, as I asked you a question and then I kept talking. Kim. Uh, <laughs> but I liked, to the the optimism that she saw at the ends of my lips with it being like, not only because like trying to find optimism in it, like always being willing to seek optimism because most people I know will tell you that like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe Kristen and Kim would actually have a different thing to say. I feel like most people I know though, wouldn't say that I'm the most like, shiny person I don't know well, optimist. I don't, just optimist but like it's about like trying to keep that like being willing to like work towards optimism like always being like I if I can keep my frame of view towards something that is optimistic for me I can keep moving towards it and I thought that was really interesting yeah I see I so that's kind of how I saw it is like you're trying to always think positively um mm -hmm. the other thing that I didn't mention to you on that lip print reading that is very interesting about you is that you have very hard edges and then you have these very like soft feathery edges too so like to me that's a good representation of like your analytical mind and your creative mind and it shows up in that you are like trying to have a balance between both um, but I, I mean, honestly, the biggest thing that I think, um, that I remembered about your lips was that you had that dark, um, bottom part of your lip, Yes, all the energy going into like a personal passion project. And we, we know that you are working on that. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think that that was very interesting. And then, I mean, I've never seen, uh, spirit lines quite like yours. And I, I you know, that will be something I'll always remember, I think. <laughs> Kristen what about you what stood out about your lips to you so in a tradition of frequently bringing up my grandmother um <laughs> Kim did see like a spirit line that's like a there's a spirit really close to me who's around a lot who's very attached to me um, on my mother's side, and that is my grandmother, and she comes through in like every practice reading. She's the only one that steps forward, and she just like will talk and just make the medium work for like 30 minutes just to tell me how much she loves me and like she's here. And so she is really close. Um, and it's so interesting to see that that shows up in my lips. I really loved that. Um, and it was interesting to see that you picked up on my meltdowns <laughs> and what they've been about lately. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it, it seems, it seems like you're, um, really having a hard time with like accepting this change. And like, you just have a structured way of like, you need things to go and you have like a past trauma almost of somebody who, um was kind of just like not who they you thought they were gonna be um and every bit of that's true and you gave me ideas for like working on it and also like how it's still affecting me today and that's pretty much sums up my three-day meltdown that I had earlier this week <laughs> so I was like man it's all there in my lips um so I thought that was so cool to see I brought up earlier about um, that I see more deep lines in my lips now than I used to have. And then you mentioned that I had really deep lines of spirit connection. And so since I've been putting so much energy into mediumship and psychic training and trying to really work with spirit and like be devoted to spirit, it's nice mm -hmm. to see that like that shows up that way. <laughs> that like I've been working so hard on that and I am building these really deep connections um yes I could probably use some lip filler but <laughs> no, no you don't need lip filler never <laughs> you know, what's funny is most people always get filler in their upper lip because usually your upper lip is smaller yep. like 
the average person, but yours are so close. Like your upper lip is a little smaller, but you don't need lip filler. You have such perfect little beautiful lips. <laughs> I know Kristen's beautiful round lip print yeah. there is just so I, lovely. I think the coolest thing that came out of your lip print was one, like picking up on the autistic tendencies and like yeah. how just married to your idea of things or how the way you want things. And then also, you know, the fact that you're an old soul mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, maybe that's what makes you so committed to like getting everything right in this mm -hmm. life. You know, um, I also, for some reason can never get away from this image of the, of the ship landing and the other ship. For yeah. <laughs> I like, I know that that's not like, you like sending these stores imagery but to me it it um really brings up something in me about like you wanting to have like uh like a soft place to land or like the place that perfectly fits mm -hmm. like that that's what you're really looking for and so I think that those are like the most interesting things that I took away from your lip print reading not to put you on the spot too much Kim but you also mentioned that you do compatibility readings is there any quick compatibility you can pull from mining together oh see that's a good question okay so um what's funny is i so because uh, alaire is a diamond and Kristen is a triangle alaire is really good at like being successful at anything that she wants to do and just like going for it she's so action oriented even when she's in her own mind whereas Kristen is more supportive and wants to work for a common goal so this is kind of why you guys are so perfectly married because you probably hold the same vision but I feel like Alaire is probably who pushes Kristen to <laughs> things right and Kristen want so much to support the goal and like the and to thrive that she'll always make sure everything gets done that everything gets wrapped up in a bow kind of thing so even just your shapes alone are very complementary to each other and what else is really interesting is that you both um like to um be a little bit more protective of yourselves and like your own lives and your own families. So like you tend to have to get to know people before you really mm -hmm. let them. So I feel like because you're so similar, you're also going to protect your projects and like the things that matter to you in the same way. And you'll like always have each other's back because in that way you understand each other, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And then, and then you're both action oriented and you both have the ability to hold like bigger visions for yourself and bigger ideas um yeah. and in that way I just would say that with Kristen she gets a little more stuck in the details mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. so good why Alaire is good for you because she's like let's just do it and we'll figure it out along the way <laughs> you guys keep each other accountable and you do it mm -hmm. in a beautiful way <laughs> oh, that was so fun that was that was Dare I say our first actual like compatibility reading together as friends and we're constantly like needing readings to do that. So what fun that was so spot on. Yeah. Like for thank us, you especially, so especially my mind constantly lately. I mean, it was just a week ago that I was like, yes, absolutely. I can be somewhere uh, January 31st at 7 p.m. And Kristen's like, no, you can't. That's 10 a.m. here. We have a we have an interview, and I'm like, absolutely correct. I know, <laughs> I totally know. I'm so on the same page, Kristen. Yep. I get it. I'll be your memory bank. Don't worry. Thank God, someone has to. It's not here anymore. Yeah. Before we wrap up, Valentine's yeah. Day is coming up, and I know everybody's focused on love, but like we really want to focus more on just self love and feeling at home within the self do you have any of like maybe a favorite tip or two that you like to do that makes you feel really connected to yourself and glamorous yes. <laughs> yes. So one of my favorite things to do and you know it's funny because 
as I, when I was growing up, I was taught like it was vanity and like, you shouldn't do it, but Mm -hmm. just look in the mirror at yourself every day and tell yourself nice things, tell yourself what you're going to accomplish that day, write yourself a love note on the mirror if you need to see it. Um, another one of my favorite, favorite things to do is I have like half, my husband hates it because like half my dresser is an altar and then all of my perfumes and all of my body oils. And he's like, you're squeezing me out of space. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but not <laughs> right, but also. my space, but every day, like I body oil. I pick out different oils for different intentions and I've got a ton of different ones. I make some of them, I buy some of them and I massage myself with oil after I get out of the shower and then spray myself with mists based on what I feel that day or what I need and then mindfully pick out my clothes. And it's just become such a routine um, that has helped me because I, I, I feel almost like it's like putting on armor or it's like, again, putting on that intention of what you want to, what you want to draw in or what mm-hmm. you want to magnetize. Um, mm-hmm. So it, even if you don't have like a ton of oils or you don't have a ton of fragrances and you just have one that you wear every day, maybe like every day, hold it in your hand and like whisper the intentions you want into it and like feel your energy go into it and then mist yourself. Um, you know, something little like that is really, really helpful. And then, like I said, thinking about the colors that you wear every day, thinking about the jewelry that you wear every day. Um, if you wear jewelry, do you want your hair up or down? Like, what are you what are you doing that day? Veiling is important. So, like, if you're feeling extra insecure on a specific day or you want more protection, wear your mom's earrings. Mm-hmm. You know, I wear a lot of times, or like your grandmother's necklace. I wear a lot of jewelry that is from my ancestors or that somebody gave me or that has significance to me. Um, I'll veil, I'll put something on my head or I'll wear my hair down and then put something on my head. So, I mean, those are quick, easy, simple things that you can do. And I feel like they're easy to integrate into your daily tasks. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm all about. Like, I don't want to make your life harder. I just want you to make your life original. (laughs) Yeah. I say that all the time. Like it's great for the people who can manage to do big rituals all the time but I mm-hmm. am not one of those people. I think a majority of us aren't. And so yep. <laughs> finding what fits into your everyday life, if it's small, it compounds the more that you do it. So don't burn yourself out with something huge. Start small. And then also music is one of my most favorite mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Like I, and I have affirmation playlists that I make myself, um, but mm-hmm. like, going to a job that you can bet your bottom dollar I'm listening to my money manifestation playlist on the way there and I'm like singing yes I need to like raise my vibration there's a playlist for that so you know even if you don't want to do a playlist but if there's a song that makes you feel really good and you're and you need some uplifting in your day do it you know and then also treat yourself I know it's hard to to take time out of your schedule but like the littlest things can make such a big difference. Like once a month, I give myself a nice big bubble bath with like all the good stuff in it. And I love it. I make herb sachets. I get special salts and I'm only in there for 20 minutes, but man, when I come out, I feel like a million dollars and I'm just taking a little extra time for those big things makes such a big difference. But if you do the little things every day, like Kristen said, like those things compound and they take care of you. Uh, two or three years ago, you would have never caught me body oiling, but body oiling and misting myself every day. It just is like, I need it. If I don't do it, I feel weird. Yeah. But I feel off. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Totally. I, I think that's so important. I not that long ago changed up our, our office. So now it's an office and a closet and I have my big goddess altar in there so my goddesses that I work with are always with me as I'm getting ready and just inviting them into that has changed it a lot and they they've changed how I feel when doing it I I enjoy getting dressed I love clothes I love my clothes and I do the same thing what am who am I being today I have I have a deck of cards that is like different types of archetypes so often I'm pulling at least one of those cards 
for the day, like, who am I trying to embody? Is it, and there's like a card, obviously, that's like um, a hermit or a critic or things like that. But there's also like New Dawn, the Grace, uh, Dancer, Siren, Mermaid, all of these different, very different little archetypes. And I pulled one of those and then I, I'm like in a kind of conversation with my team, what I, what I do just as I'm getting dressed, but having that conversation. And if you're um, framing it, just like take out the deities, if you're not working with deities or anything you do or don't want to do, but having that constant, like just mindfulness as you're getting ready, what am I wanting? What am I feeling today? Who am I today? because it's different every day and your clothes, whatever your makeup, your jewelry, how you do your hair is all part of that. Whether or not you think you are into clothes or makeup or hair or jewelry, whatever, you're mm -hmm. still making a choice every single day about what you put on your body and what you present to the world. And I'm not saying present as in like be nice and buttoned up and look exactly clean cutter. No, I don't give a fuck about that for anyone. Right. Make sure you're presenting yourself every day, how you want to present yourself, whatever that means for you. So Yeah, definitely. And like, you know, even like what you said about bringing your goddesses in, like I don't have a huge altar, but I made my own Venus candles because I'm ruled by Venus just so I can yeah. bring into my getting ready every day and then when it's important I bring them into certain things like today I lit the candle for for that but and I have a work candle that I keep on my desk for work that I only light during mm -hmm. so I have like little things like that but I mean if I wish I could show you guys around my room like I have like my my nail polishes on an altar with my inner child and the star card and my mom you know to help like yeah keep me keep me imaginative keep me like dreaming and um you know with some of the crystals that are on there are crystals that I found myself like just you know hiking you know because I'm trying to like keep that like inner child and that dreaminess part of my life alive and you know so it's just like really being in you know whatever it means to you and also like really encouragement to I'm not saying don't throw out the rules that everybody else has to offer but you know, I see so many people being corrected nowadays and they feel like they have to live and die by what everybody else has to say. And your practice is yours Absolutely. and what feels right to you is 100% right to you. And it doesn't matter what anyone else's opinion is about it. If it feels good, do it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Completely. Solidly. So Kim, could you please share um, your website, your Instagram? Where do you want people to come find you? Yes, thank you for asking. So my website is thelipstickwitch.com. So that's easy to remember. And my Instagram is also the lipstick witch. So those are the two places that you can find me. Um, I and in my um my Instagram, I also have links to other things that I'm doing. I also have a Substack. So the links in there if you ever want to read some more long form comment on or content on um, you know, the things that I do or the or the things that I um, like to think about. And I also have a mailing list um, link in there too. So you could get on my mailing list. I send out sweet little love notes once or twice a month to the people on there um, with helpful suggestions and tips of what to do during the season or what I'm doing. And then I let everybody know, of course, where I'm going to be. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. If you're looking to find me at a market or something, you'll find it on my mailing list. I do also talk about it on my Instagram. Perfect. Great. I'm glad that there are so many ways that people can come find you. And I urge everyone to go and look at Kim's offering, look where she is, try and find her if you're in the California, in the California area that she is in. Go get your lips read because it is so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And obviously, Kim offers online lip print readings yeah. as well, which are just yeah. as equally incredible. So don't think that there's any difference in quality. It's it was just no, as amazing. We're digital. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. This went perfectly. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Kim. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. I would love to be here. Yeah, we're yeah. so honored to have you. Hopefully we can have you back again and 
we'll find something new to talk about the next time too but this was so great thank you all of our listeners thanks for everyone who listens to this episode of tales from the hearth as always we adore all of you we are so grateful you joined us by the hearth for this enchanting conversation you can connect with us further at thecuratedhearth.com or follow us on instagram at thecuratedhearth If you enjoyed this episode, we would be so pleased if you would rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. As always, our beliefs are our own. We encourage everyone to do more research to find the spiritual practice that fits them best. Thank you for joining us for Tales from the Hearth. Once again, I'm Alaire. And I'm Kristen. Take care.